Hey, I'm Spencer Powell and welcome to Remodeler Stories, where we highlight remodelers. Every remodeler has a unique story and journey and we can all learn from each other. Stay tuned for a mix of inspiration, tactical tips, unique strategies, and some laughter. The remodeling business is tough, but rewarding, and we're all in this together. Let's kick this thing off. Before we get into today's show, let's talk about our show sponsor, Remodeler Growth Community. Remodeler Growth Community is a peer-to-peer networking group exclusively for remodelers. For a low monthly fee, you get access to some of the best minds in the industry, life-changing business strategies, and the ability to connect and learn from people who've walked the path you walk. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, so there's absolutely no risk to you. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. Today, I sit down with Ronnie Okalei, and she is a general contractor, interior designer, and realtor. Through her company, Trepic LLC, she helps homeowners, business owners, and real estate investors upgrade their properties. Trepic LLC is located in Houston, Texas, and they deliver quality service with great customer service experience, and their mission is building value, relationships, and trust. Now for my conversation with Ronnie of Trepic LLC. Hey, Ronnie, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in, but maybe for everybody listening, who are you? What's the company and where are you guys located? Oh, my name is Ronnie Adirunke Ukile, but you can call me Ronnie. And um, as you can, you know, get it from my accent, I'm from Africa. So we are into remodeling, construction, and we're located in Houston, Texas. Okay, right on. So how did the company get started and when was that? Well, my company has been in existence for over 10 years. But of course, we keep changing our names from one name to another because as the company is growing, I kept realizing that it's way more than me. So at first, when I started my company, that was in 2012. And I was like, okay, you know, you, you think small as a new business. You'd be like, well, it's just me. So I used like some name that was so, you know, personal to me. So, and as the company kept growing and I realized that, okay, this is not just me. <laughs> so we, we started like 2012 and uh, I started as an interior decorator, as in I was just doing curtains or blinds, painting, but I was so good at it that my clients, you know, I grew into servicing developers like these people that build bigger apartments and houses. And then if I have to come in, I realize that oh, my design doesn't work well with what they already have. So sometimes I, so at, at some point I realize, okay, I think I need to go into interior design, which means, you know, I, I, I'm more into the construction part, which was the finishing part where we, you, you actually do the floor. So I, I kind of, you know, determine what kind of floor we use, what kind of painting we use, the sizes of the windows, so that when I eventually want to decorate, you know, it, everything works in harmony. So that's how I started that. Then, you know, you keep growing. And when I started, when I became an interior designer, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I've been doing this for like five years. And I realized that, okay, I practically know everything about construction. So like, <laughs> You know, the human mind is so interesting that the more you learn, the more 
you put yourself out there, you realize that, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can, then you realize that you can do so much more. So that's how we started. And uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So it sounds like, yeah, you came into it from kind of the design angle. Maybe talk to me about that first year. I know the first year in business is always a whirlwind and learning a lot. What was that like for you? Oh, no, it was more than the first year. It was probably before I started having my break. I think it took about two years for me. Because at first was so I had no client, you know, I was like, okay, all I needed to do was just, you know, get the business card. And then, you know, you know, the way people tell you, oh, business is so easy. Just get your business card. Just keep talking about your business. People are just going to buy from you. That was the idea. that <laughs> <Yeah>. I- <laughs> And that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course it didn't happen. Because it's shiny when people see that you're new and nobody wants to you know, waste their money with you, you know, you have to prove yourself. So I was like, oh my goodness. So the first like year, nothing, like typically nothing. And then I was so, I don't know, maybe I'll call it stupid or I was calling brave that I quit my job. I didn't have nothing. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go into business and start a business. I think one of the factors that helped me was because, you know, I was young and I was too naive to understand you know, what I was getting into. So I quit my job and I didn't have any job. So I had to keep, but the good thing is I didn't have any responsibility. I had no family. So, you know, it was kind of rough for me, but it was just me. So I didn't have nothing to worry about. And then after a couple of, you know, like a month, I realized that, okay, I need, I think I need to go back to my drawing board. So I partnered with a friend that was into a, uh, what I wanted to do, he was in interior design, actually. So I had to go to him. I said, please, can I work with you? Don't worry. You don't have to pay me. Let me just learn, you know, from you. And he said, okay, no problem. Because he could use an assistant anyways. So I was like, okay, I'm willing to learn. So he, he said, okay, before you start, he gave me some books, go read his books. So he gave me like a couple of texts textbooks and you know i read them i was like okay he asked me a few questions i said i'm ready so you okay since you're ready okay so i keep going to sites with him keep taking jobs with him and you know sometimes he probably tips me like okay for taxi or for you know gas and all of that so it, it just tips me and i'm like i was so excited because part of the things that that happened was i love that business. It was a passion for me. So even though I was doing it and it wasn't paying me, I didn't care because I was deriving pleasure from what I was doing at that time that I didn't care that, you know, I wasn't making money. So I did that. And that was after I, you know, became close to that, became accustomed to that business and learned more. Then anytime I go out to speak about my business, I became more confident. People can feel the confidence in my voice when I talk. So from there, you know, I started getting business on my own. Then I I left. Yeah, that's, I love that. I feel like that's a huge lesson is, you know, sometimes you have to, put in the time and not be compensated to build the skills. And then the skills are what then reward you, you know, with you know the, the actual clients and revenue and, and growing the business. So yeah, that that's super cool. So yeah, I guess, when was it that you landed your first two clients and how, like, how did you get in front of them? How did you like get the ball rolling? Cause I feel like sometimes it's going from zero to one client is the hardest. 
but then yeah, now yeah. you've got experience, right? So then you can yeah. get the second client a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. So my first client, again, was I had to sacrifice something, which was I sacrificed my time and money for my first client. And okay, so my first client, I, I had to go to, to do it like a couple. They just starting their apartment. And my first major client, you know, that actually boosted my confidence, not the little, little tiny ones that really. So I'm just going to talk about the major one. Yeah. So, my, so my first major client, so I went to them like, oh, this is what I do. I'm an interior decorator. I'm an interior designer. Like, okay. Oh, uh, well, but they can see this. Okay. So what did you do? I couldn't show any big project that I done so they realized that okay you you just obviously started but they still wanted to give me a chance so they were like okay well I'm just gonna pay you maybe like five hundred dollars to design our house it was like a five bedroom house so we probably give you about like equivalent of like five hundred dollars to just design our house don't worry we buy all the we buy all the materials ourselves we buy everything ourselves we just need your idea we need your consultation we need you to consult for us. So it was like a mm-hmm. consulting thing for me. And that project, if I was going to charge them today for what I did, I probably would charge them nothing less than $5,000 yeah. for something that I was paid $500 for. And trust me, I spent more than $500 doing my legwork for that project because I had to source for materials. I have to compare those materials. I have to go back and forth. I have to consult with them, make sure that they're, you know, they're good. And, you know, one of the hardest people to work with is uh, couples because now you need approval of both husband and wife and then children in some cases because they want the children to be comfortable in their bedroom, in their bathroom. So, you know, I kept going back and forth. So I did a lot of back and forth. And that project took me about four months, you know, four months. And then because it's a new construct, it was a new construction. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my goodness. But I didn't care. And again, I love what I was doing. And a friend told me that why would you collect that kind of cheap money for, for, for almost four months? You're gonna collect five, you better you better sit down at home and spend your time looking for another job or just go get a job. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. So I did it. And guess what? Before I finished that project. That client was so happy that she told almost everybody about me. Mm-hmm. And the good thing, the benefit, the good thing, how good she was, was she didn't even tell the people how much she paid me. She told them, no, I'm not going to tell you. Go ask her, you know, because she knew she underpaid me, you know, obviously. Yeah. So, but the first, so after that, the second client that I got was a developer. Mm. And just from $500,000, I went like $50,000. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it, gave me like, mean, it gave me like, it gave me like five properties to do just at this time. I, it gave me, I did it. materials, labor, everything because he, now he had confidence in me because he saw what I did. So he just like, take that and just. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, you you over delivered in a huge way for the one client, and then it just like opened the doors. Yeah, and yeah that's cool. Doors. Thinking about your business journey since you started, what do you think surpri- has surprised you the most about being a business owner? Well, the first thing that surprised me was how well I'm not well how challenging it was. Mm. Because in what way? In breaking. In breaking through, having your first breakthrough. It's, I don't know, if you're building something long term, 
it's not easy. You're going to need to, I think there's a way the universe works. I think the universe wants, always wants you to prove yourself. Mm. It wants you to really want that thing before it gives it to you. It wants you to be prepared for it before you have it. If you don't show that you really want this, which is by your commitment, by your sacrifice, by your persistent discipline, all those things, you probably wouldn't want to have it. And even if you have it within a short time, which is one thing I noticed that is going on, this is a lot of short-term, fast reward a lot of people are looking for. If you do not spend time growing yourself, that thing is not going to last. So you need to put in your time, you put in the energy, you need to put in a lot of things to, you know, make you achieve. I'm talking about long-term, you know, mm-hmm. now, not short-term rewards. So, because, of course, even though I started my business, I started making a lot of money. I had a lot of challenges along the way as well, which is, you know, sometimes job, you just, jobs just stop coming. Or sometimes, you know, I had issue with kind, like big issue. But the passion and the persistence that I grew when I started a business before I started making a lot of money was still in me. So when I came across all these obstacles, all these challenges, I didn't care. You know, I just kept pushing, mm-hmm. pushing harder. So I think that was the first thing that I wasn't expecting, you know, at all that, you know, that I feel like, okay, yeah, you need that, you know, you need yeah. those things. Yeah. It takes a lot of perseverance. They don't teach you that in school. That that's no, no. And a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of business people are not even even people doing uh, uh, classes and all of that. They, they they you know they probably wouldn't teach you. I don't want to waste your time because let me really chip in this to you about uh, you know a guy that I met recently. You know he told me, oh Ronnie, I love your passion. I love everything. I want to go into business, and I was. Like, well, it wasn't like how I, I didn't discourage him, but I gave him a little test that made him because he told me he went for MBA. He had a lot of courses in business on YouTube and, you know, all of those things. But they never told him some things that I said to him about, you know, persistence, about timing, about, you know, a lot of things that it's just you just have to have these things before you even decide that you want to start business. You know, you have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. You know, you have to be honest. You know, those basic things is way more than money. It's 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I feel like uh, the whole like school path, you know, like everything you run into in business is going to be harder than the hardest class or the hardest test you take in school. (laughs) So... Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems and 
I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, you mentioned earlier that like when you first started the business and then where you are now, you didn't realize that it was going to be more than you or bigger, bigger than you. So I guess, what did you mean by that? And have you been like building a team or yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe talk about like that evolution from, you know, you got your first client, then you kind of got in with the developer and started doing a lot, but like, what was the next like evolution after that? When I started my business, my vision wasn't so big. I just knew I wanted to start a business. That was the only thing I knew. I would just want to okay my first of all reason was freedom because i love my freedom i don't like to be in a box so that was the first reason so and you know when you when you start and you're like okay it's just me let me use my name let me okay okay i actually use my birthday name which was december 9 designs so i was like okay it's my birthday so now i started building all the team i have people in my cabinet, like partners that I have like a partnership with. And then of course, they're going to feel certain way that they are in partnership with somebody that your birthday is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your birthday, please, we need a better name. <laughs> so, and then coupled with the fact that my vision changed because as, as I said, then the only reason why I was doing it was I just wanted my freedom. I don't want to wake up in the morning and do nothing. I was just, I like my sleep. I like my time. So that was the vision. So eventually when I started bringing in partners into my business and then the, the vision changed to, okay, now we are general contractors. We are into construction. So we want to go into development, real estate. So now we want to start building our own properties and selling them. That's that's our next, that was our next goal. So now, of course, the Simba Night Design is not going to cut it. So we need, okay, now what we need to do, we like, okay, let's just make it like a group of names, which is, uh, so we gave it Texas Real Estate Private Investing Consortium, but we now did a DBA, which is, so we, we have, it's under this company, we have construction and we have real estate. Mm. So, now, Epic LLC is the construction and remodeling part. Then Texas Real Estate, which was the main business, is the real estate part, real estate investing parts where we buy land, we buy properties, and then we fix them, you know, that kind of thing. And we, we're looking, but in the future, we're working probably in few years time, we're probably going we're gonna to go into uh, commercial real estate. That's a whole lot, you know, discussion on its own. But to answer your question, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And so today you guys are doing construction and interior design. Do you sell that as a package or like what what are your, yeah, or, sell it as what are your kind of core services that you guys are providing? 
we sell it as a package because it, it comes naturally to me. Yep. I'm, a, I'm an interior designer. Although as an interior designer, you know better that you need your client. You need to do what they want because they're going to be the one living in the house. They're going to be the one, you know, seeing that design when you're long gone. So in as much as I have an idea of what should be or what, you know, they're not going to get tired of in the long run, I still give them the the consultation, I still consult for them, like this is what I think, this is how, you know, give them my reasons. But at the same time, I withdraw back into my general contractor position. I said, okay, we give you ideas, we give you consultation, but then you have the final say, you know, whatever you say it is. But then I give I give them a 3D design, I give them my idea of how I think, you know, this should look. And a lot of people love it. And, you know, we end up going by what, you know, I suggested, but sometimes some people still want what they want, which is totally okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm sure over the years, you've probably had like a crazy client story or a wild project that you've worked on. There's always something in design and construction. Anything <laughs> anything coming to mind that you can share? Obviously, leave out personal details. I will, I will share one of my most challenging that almost, like, like I said, that's why you need to build yourself before you start a business because yes. these challenges will come. They will definitely come. And that is why they say most businesses close within two years or three years or some even if you're lucky, five years. Mm-hmm. So there's this main challenge that came my way, you know, when I got a project. That was when I started bringing in people into my business. Before I was just one man. You know, I was doing my thing on my own. So now I decided to say, okay, you know what? Partner with people. I, as an interior designer, partner with somebody that actually, you know, does construction so that, you know, it's not, that that was the idea. So I decided, so the first partner that I got, so it was so nice, you know, so cool. You know, we, we seem to have the same vision, the same idea, the same. It seems so because that's when, you know, you realize that people, I was naive, I was young. and. I believed what from his mind because I was thinking the same way that I think is the same way he's thinking. So in my head, I was like, okay, we're in sync with each other. So whatever he's saying is true because whatever I'm saying is true. So we got this project, you know, we went together as a team, as a business. We got the project. It was We got like two projects, in fact, but I'm just going to talk about one because I don't want to, because that was like a major, <laughs> major you know, issue for me that could have, if I didn't have passion, it could have, I could have said, you know what, I'm not doing this business again. I'm just going to go get a job. I have my master's. I have my degree. I can just go get a job and just make it easier for myself. So I'm like, okay. I decided to say, you know what, I am just going to go, you know, just go. So then we got the project. And then in the middle of this project, I don't know, maybe that was the first time the guy was going to see so much money. I don't know what happened, but it changed drastically that he wasn't coming to, 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 to work anymore because immediately we got the project. I moved the uh, like huge sum to him because I didn't want the project to slow down. So I moved about maybe like $30,000 into his account. Like, okay, you owe this so that, you know, I don't have to be there all the time when you have to do this, do that, so that. And I don't want, because I, I'm this kind of person, I'd love my project to go as fast as possible so we can move on to the next one. So I was like, okay, take it and, and start it. So immediately I sent him the money. He started acting funny. Fine, there were guys on site, but, you know, probably 
not as we discussed, not the kind of meeting we had, not nothing. You know, I was like, but this was not what we, you know, discussed. This is not what we plan what's going on oh don't worry I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm coming I'm gonna oh my goodness oh my goodness so it kept doing nonsense for like a month mm. oh then suddenly I didn't see him again jeez number wasn't going through nothing was going through my whole world wanted to come down <laughs> imagine thirty thousand dollars $30,000 on the project of probably $60,000. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so. It never heard from him again? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't board him. The funny thing is I did everything right. I had the contract. I knew where he lived. I knew everything. But you could think, oh, I'm just going to sign a contract to sign a contract. Why don't you? I know where his son lives. I know where his family. I know everything about him. But when the chips were down, nobody was there. Like, well, I didn't know where. We don't, we've not seen him. Everybody could say, oh, we've not heard from him in a week. We've not seen him in a week. I went to his house. His house was, I knock, knock, knock. There's no, I couldn't see his car outside. I couldn't see, I, you know. Okay, I have this contract. What am I going to do with the contract? But my client is on my neck. Oh, what's going on with our job? What's going on with our project? What's, you know, what's this? What's that? And I'm like, oh my goodness. So oh, I, had to, I had to pull off my clothes, wear my boots, wear my hat, get to work. I started yep. doing the job myself. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God. I got guys on my own. Like I became like, the master of the job, on the job, like I was cleaning, I was like everything that I could do on my own, I started doing it on my own. Then I got a few guys around, I'm like, okay, let's do this, let's do that. You know, I was hands on day myself. Do what you so, got to do, right? <laughs> I, did, I did what I got to do. And I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness. What? I, and we, we finished the project and everything was okay. At least the kind like their house, even though, you know, there are echoes where they saw what happened and they understood and they appreciate the fact the way I came in. An average person would have just run away, you know, closed down their business and say, you know what, run into, say, okay, we're, we're back, we will run into bankruptcy. And then that's the end of it because it's an LLC, you know, and just walk away from it and probably go get a job because really $30,000 is a lot of money for a small business. So, you know, I could just easily, you know, just pack everything and go. So, you know, and then another good thing, another lesson is as a business owner, you have to have savings. Fine, you're making money. You could be making money this week or this month. Save, have backup, be strong. Because part of the reason that helped me pull through that project was my savings. Because then I had to pull my savings from my, you know, account to fix the house and, you know, and I took responsibility for my for my action as well. I told my client, I said, I'm sorry that this is my fault, you know, for bringing in this person, for, you know, hiring this person into my team, not doing my due diligence. You know, I, I, there was no excuse. I mm -hmm. came clean. I told them I was honest about everything that was going on with them. I let them, they knew. But I told them, don't worry. I am going to finish your job. Just understand my situation because I, I wasn't good because at that point you, 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 you have to be honest with your client. 
They yes, are able, they understand these things. It happens. It could happen to anybody. So that was how, you know, I handle it uh, with honesty, with persistence, with discipline and with faith because I, I am a believer in God. So I believe really in God and I feel God came through for me as well. And I came through for myself as well. And, you know, everything yeah. came together for good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That's obviously a very challenging story, but the way you navigated and made through is awesome. So Ronnie, this has been awesome. Maybe wrap us up with the final question. There's other remodeling business owners out there listening. One piece of advice or maybe some final words of wisdom, something you want to leave everyone with for today? Yeah, well, I think I have said almost the, the things that I, and this is my belief. And the final word that, I, that I'm going to say for today is anybody can be whatever they want. At the same time, you have to sacrifice for it. You have to be willing to give all it takes to get that you want. Because like I said, if you want a long-term reward, like my business is long-term. I'm looking at building an empire here. Of course, it's still fine now. We're still small business, but we don't think like small business. We act like a corporation already because we are preparing for that. So if you are looking for a long-term, this is for you. You be ready to pay the sacrifice. Be ready to put in the work. It's not just, I know everybody, it's, it sounds like a cliche right now. Like, okay, that's what everybody tells us. But I'm, yeah, that's what everybody tells us. But I'm telling you in real time with my experience and with other experience of people that we started together that you must be willing to pay the price, which is sacrifice. And the three main things, which is for me, which is, you know, discipline, persistence, and honesty. They're very important. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Great advice. And uh, Ronnie, thanks for sharing your story with me today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me. (laughs) You know, it's always exciting to tell my story all the time. I love sharing my story. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Remodeler Stories. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every month we pick a winner and send out a free copy of my book, The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. Just leave a review over on iTunes to enter to win. See you next time.